husband and future father to a baby girl being born in June. He's a veteran having served six and a half years in the United States Army who was deployed to Iraq in 2008. Julian currently works in supply chain and logistics. When work doesn't call, he loves to travel and experience new cities, countries, and cultures. He co-hosts the We're Just Talking podcast along with his wife, Carly Kamaris Spivak. All right, Megan, lead us in the traditional prayer. Traditional prayer. Yep. Dear forces above us, Mm -hmm. let us have a good time today. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That was a good good prayer. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty universal. (laughs) Yeah, it was was really the agnostics prayer. It was to whom it may concern. (laughs) Please let it be good. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Dress for the Podcast You Want. My name is David. My name is Megan. And I hope you didn't hear me scratching my hair right now that is slowly but surely God, becoming I a mullet. I hope you did. I hope you did. I hope it's loud and proud. It's a podcast about success, believe it or not. I got to turn Megan's mic up a little bit or I got to turn myself down a little bit. You mean you don't like my low, smooth jazz volume voice? It's 9 o'clock p.m. for us, but that doesn't mean it's 9 o'clock p.m. for you. So <laughs> that's <laughs> I think how podcasts my mic work. is sinking. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have, oh God, a piece of the chair broke off and fell down, and I'm scared Archie's going to eat it. <laughs> is, that, is that your dog? Yeah. Archie's our dog. That's our English bulldog, and he's sort of half vacuum as well. It's our weird roommate that we worry is going to eat stuff off the ground. Yeah, he doesn't pay rent either. So I was going to say, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's our child. He's going to eat it. No, what a life. But whatever. <laughs> It's gone now. For, it doesn't matter anymore. So we have with us today, team, teaming in, beaming in? Yeah. Beaming in all the way from New Jersey, it's hey. Julian Spivak. Spivak? Spivak. That's right. Spivak. Yeah, you got it. Got it in three. Yes. You nailed it. <laughs> How's it going, Julian? It's it's going fantastic, especially now that, you know, I'm I'm doing this podcast with you guys. It's doing even better, so. Oh, <laughs> making us now. blush. You, you took a took a hefty shot of something right before we started rolling. What was that? Uh, yeah, a couple. So I'm keeping I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping it chill, you know, chill tonight. I'm only doing a little bit of um, a little bit of bourbon. It is the Buffalo Trace. It's you know, kind of one of those. Oh, ones, you know, like David you know, I have well. something, something real quick to get nice and loose for this episode. So you know, little little bourbon, little beer. That's it. You know, there nothing you crazy. It's a Monday night. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, David's a Kentucky boy, so he knows that Buffalo Trace real well. That's oh. really just prejudice of you to say. But... Well, you do though, because your mom literally got it from my dad. Dad, it's so. true. <laughs> Julian, how so now I already asked how you were. What's the next thing after that? This is a podcast about success. We're doing a great job of exemplifying that so far. But here's the first thing I have to ask you. Sure. Do you consider yourself a successful person? I yes, I do. I do. Confident. I do. Cool. I, and yeah, well, go ahead. No, that was no. no we we no. always we we have gotten every reaction, every noise, every pause in the gamut. You know, before we would get like the answer from somebody. So it's like it's it's cool to get a confident yes. Confident and, yes. Yes. Strong yes. Yes. Julian's strong. <laughs> Individual. I mean, either it was a confident yes or it was for show. But um, no, I'm kidding. It was, <laughs> it was it was definitely a confident yes. Absolutely, I, I do consider myself to be successful. Absolutely. Why? Why do you consider yourself successful? What is it that makes you successful? So you know what? You know what's funny that that's an excellent question. And when I was young, so I'm in my early 30s now. When I was younger, like maybe early 20s, I used to think that success was how well you, how much money you're making, right, or how well like you're just quickly moving up the the ladder. 
ladder in life. And looking back on it now, being again, no longer being early 20s, being early 30s, I don't see, almost see success. Money doesn't have, in my opinion, a whole lot to do with it. I think what has to do with success is, for one, uh, married to a beautiful woman who makes me better every day. Let's not cry here, okay? I don't want to shed tears on anybody. <laughs> That's for later. But That's you can, the though. Drink this is a great in. space for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have, live in a great area, have a beautiful house, I have a beautiful wife, I have three cats who are amazing. Two of them are looking at me awkwardly right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure why they're judging me, but I'll handle that later. Probably because you mentioned your wife first and then them, and that's why they're judgy. They are, they are. <laughs> they're like, excuse me. But, uh, you know, um, a you know, great job and just have great friends and family. So I consider myself to be success because I, I feel very fortunate in that aspect to have a lot of good things going for myself within my life now. You know, so that's um, happiness is definitely number one priority. So I think if you're happy, you know, obviously there's always going to be uh, obstacles to overcome or boundaries within your life. But if you're doing something to constantly make your environment better, make your life better, for whatever it is that makes you happy, I think then you're, you're an ultimate success. Oh, I love that. This is going to be such a fun series. So Julian's the first in a series of four episodes that we're doing where we're having other podcasters intentionally on the show. And so A, Julian is a podcaster and knows knows what it, knows what's up, yep. knows what's what the podcast life is all about. And also, I don't know shit about Julian. Well, we know you you have a you have a military background, right? You that did, was I want to talk about that, but because I, I love I love meeting new people. I I feel like a puppy when I meet someone new and I don't actually know anything about them. I'm like new friend. Tell me your favorite color. Tell me your if if you had to fight a dinosaur, what would it be? But <laughs> let's start with the army. You were in the army, yes, and yep. not anymore. No, not anymore. How, how was that? Why was that? How was that? Did that? All right. When did you start the army? Sure. So I I joined. I enlisted in 2007. So when I was basically 18 years old, I, I graduated high school. Two weeks later, I, I shipped off to boot camp. Wow. wow. So I, I enlisted in 2007 and I got out in 2013. Wow. Was that something that was always in the cards for you, even like growing up in school and stuff? Like you knew you were going to be in the army? Yeah, it was It was weird. It's kind of like, you know how you have like a childhood dream. I want to do this. I know I want to do that. Well, it was weird. By the time I was 17, I never kind of grew out of it. So certain things were, were going on in my life at the time. Um, you know, 17 years old, I was a senior in high school, you know, had a, uh, my father ended up passing away. So there was a few things going on. And for some reason, I don't know what it was, but when it came down time to make a decision, and these were kind of my op- options at the time, my mother, very hardworking single parent, kind of go maybe go to community college and, you know, take out, you know, student loans and try to go on that way. Or it was always one in my mind where well, I, I can join the military too, something I always wanted to do. So it just kind of happened. It like a switch clicked in me. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. So I actually had 17 before I turned 18, I actually enlisted, had to get my mother to sign for me. She did because I basically said, well, mom, I mean, if you don't, like, I respect that. But in two weeks, I'm going to do it by myself then. I had to have my own reasons for it. So I ended up deciding to go into the military first. Then I always knew that, um, you know, I wanted to eventually go to college. So it was kind of like, all right, I'll do the military. You know, I'll do four years and then I'll get out and you know, go to school. I ended up doing six and a half and then I got out and went to school. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What role did that have in sort of like changing your perception of success the way that you mentioned? Yeah. Uh, and that's a fantastic question as well. As people ask me at times, they say, hey, you know, do you, is there any part of it that you regret? You know, did you, did you wish you could have done things differently? And I say, absolutely. Hell no. Um, I don't regret a single part of it. Not one experience do I regret because that has formed me, molded me, shaped me into who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what I consider as being success or what I consider grateful for, a lot of that experience with those six and a half years contributes to will contribute to that experience. So that's why when you ask me, do I feel 
am I successful? And, you know, again, it all comes back to that right there. You know, 18 years old, going into boot camp before I even know what's going on. My everything is stripped of me. You know, your identity, X, Y, and Z, basically goodbye. And then it's going through that transformation process, you know, day by day, week by week, month by month before you end up turning into some someone else. And in, in my opinion, it was someone else for the better. It gave me that structure. It gave me the discipline I needed to, you know, again, move on, uh, especially when I decided to get out with move on with the rest of my life. So again, I, I contribute most of my success, not most of it, a good amount of it, um, at least the foundation of it to being, you know, at a young age going into the military and serving. And, you know, when I, I so I deployed to Iraq 2008, 2009, I was only 19 years old. Wow. Back when I was 20 after 13 months, still couldn't buy, you know, buy a beer yet. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> did you, were you in the scouts growing up? I was not. Did you learn, did you learn, so like when you're in the scouts, right, you learn you know, there's a part. I, I feel like I feel like the military is kind of Boy Scouts for adults because there's a lot of that like group mentality and the hierarchy and sort of learning how to function effectively as a unit. There's also a lot of practical skills in the Scouts. You learn how to make a fire. You learn how to tie knots. Did you learn what was your favorite practical skill that being in the Army taught you? So the Army, especially the time I was in, I guess skills. So I'm from New Jersey, Northeast. I, I when I was a kid, I did live like in North Carolina for a few like five years. Uh, but I was I was young. Moved back to New Jersey, went to high school in New Jersey. So no one around here like shoots like that. So (laughs) (laughs) I think the most critical skill that the military taught me was shooting. But I would say aside from actually shooting more like like weapon safety and actually how to handle a weapon. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually been a couple of times where my wife and I have gone to a range or or something. Maybe someone who's not familiar with how to actually even hold a weapon. And then I kind of give her tips on it's all about safety, right? So I think like how to safely hold a weapon and how to safely like fire a weapon is the most important thing other than shooting accuracy my shooting accuracy is and it's it's not great but what made me i think more value added to me was the fact that hey i i know how to like properly hold a weapon at any time you know you you know who you gotta talk to about your accuracy is over here is old old mega greener i'm pointing at with my thumb over here Uh, why remember you went to that shooting so megan's brother lives in austin texas yeah and they love guns they put them under their i mean it's a literal way of life they put them under their pillows at night they tuck (laughs) them in their chili they oh i freaking love them so you went to a gun range Yeah. Well, I mean, my brother moved there. So he's a Jersey guy. He lived in New York for a long time. And then after about 13 years of living in New York, uh, his work offered him a spot in Austin. He was like, there, I want it. I want the space. I want the change. I want all of it. So he goes there and he's there for about four years now. And now at this point, he owns a Glock 9 and a 357 Magnum. So he's the owner of both those things. Yeah, you got to, um, you shot and him so and you were good at it. I, my first handling of guns, period, in my life were when I went and visited him two years ago, I guess, at this point. Yeah. And I he like walked me through how to fire a gun with those two guns. And you're right. Like it's just like uh, when you're in the range and it was an indoor one. So it was, you know, don't fuck around with where you're pointing it. Make sure it's completely out like the window, your slot, all that stuff, because people can be assholes on the inside and they'll throw you out. So yeah, you are absolutely right it is it is about how you handle like hold the gun and where it's pointing the whole time she's terrifying julian she's got <laughs> she's got a real sharpness about her she seems like she knows yeah like like so you've gone with your brother have you actually you fired before with your brother uh, not before that point it was just that one day so we okay. were in there for probably about two hours and you know we were there with my dad so the three of us would just alternate using the guns for as long as like we had paid for <laughs> And we just kept shooting like the, the like the paper targets with the with the person on it. We just kept shooting one after another. We walked we walked out with like several of them. 
So you did that, and then you got out of the army. And what are you doing now? Sure. So um, I currently, um, so while I was in the army, I was in two infantry units and one field artillery unit. And then I got, but my skill set was actually like supply chain logistics. So when I got out, I kind of, I went to school, but I kind of stayed doing supply chain, doing logistics. So now I currently do that for a uh, pretty well-known company, large companies. Don't want to say their name right now. Don't say it. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> but um, yeah, so currently, um, basically, that, that's what that's why I'm in now. I'm still in supply chain logistics, and been basically, I accidentally ended up in in the army, and basically, I've just done that since. Even even making, you know, even going to school, going around from a few different companies, I've always kind of been more tailored to supply chain logistics. That's what I do now. How how is that now? Like especially this year alone, you know, during what we call the big shush. <laughs> so excellent question. It, I think it, it depends. You mean like kind of like how business is, or I mean, or, or or I guess maybe how chaotic things are, or like, are you are you having to do things do things for yourself this year in order to cope with how potentially crazy it is, as opposed to the before times? Listen, we all know you're a logistics special supply specialist for Coldstone Creamery. That's fine. We can say it on the podcast. <laughs> he, he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I, I deliver ice cream to very important um, people of, of the neighborhood and um, <laughs> it gives me pleasure. No, I, I will say though, it has been fucking crazy with with everything because now you have to take into social distancing into a, into effect. Like you have to like, you have to calculate all of that, right? So anything that you knew before and how like an operation runs, especially dealing with like carriers or third parties, it's completely different now when you add in like, oh, there's a pandemic and also like you need to do whatever you can to stay six feet apart. It could be very difficult at times, but I would say certain companies have like found the opportunity. Um, I know, you know, we did to, um, you know, to take on the challenge of making sure that we're supplying to everybody, especially people in need uh, who really needed, you know, supplies or food or snacks, not only during a pandemic, but during like severe snowstorms in Texas Yeah, um, for a way to logistically find a, an, an avenue to ensure that no matter what goes on, that our customers are still going to receive, you know, their, their products when expected. There's scoops of ice cream. Yeah. 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 Oh, you got to get long, <laughs> long poles with the scoops on it. And just... <laughs> yeah. Texans asking for ice cream at this point. Hey, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> so we talk about, when we talk about success on the podcast. We talk about, we usually split it up into three categories, professional success, uh, your relationship with other people, and then your relationship with yourself. So it sounds like professionally things are going well. It's sort of a skill that you almost fell into. Really, are you like where you want to be in your career? Is there a next step for you? Yeah, there, there are a couple of next steps. Um, and again, so definitely hit on a little bit of professionally where I am. I would say, again, you asked about success earlier. I think the most important thing is to make sure that um, what I do next and where I go from here is a good fit for my wife and I, uh, our family. We actually have our first child being born at the end of June. <gasps> what? My goodness. I didn't know that. Nobody told me that. <laughs> You mad that they didn't call you and let you know? I'm, I'm <laughs> as mad as your cats right now. I'm judging you for not telling me. Well, congratulations. That's, That's exciting. Wonderful. And you're, when did you get married? So we got married in 2018, uh, December of 2018. Oh okay. my goodness. Because I heard on an episode about y'all still being in the like changing your name phase of things. And oh we're my in God. That I, I started trying to do that when we got married last year and like the bureaucracy of it stopped me. Like they wouldn't let me because I didn't have the right color piece of paper to do it <laughs> yeah so yeah my wife hasn't done that yet and you know what like i'm okay with it it's all good. i know it's a pain in the ass and you have to get new ids and you have to get like a new social security card so she's she's gonna hyphenate and it's completely fine me too i hear that you know <laughs> me too 
but she, yeah, so it, it's a pain in the ass process. And one way or another, I'm like, I, I don't really care. If you want to, awesome, great. If you don't, like, you know, I'm really not upset about it. So I guess it kind of is a preference. You're hyphenated in here, he said, pointing at his heart. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so sorry, we got off track because uh, next steps in career. Oh, so next steps in career, right? You're, you're saying you want to make sure that yeah, it's... Is, is there yes. like, a, like an impetus or like an apex for you that you would love to get to? Yeah, so I would say like really, so right now my schedule is a little crazy. I um, I now work, I've been working nights since our since our, our busy season and the nights have been, nights have been a little crazy because I, I work like Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday, all the way through Thursday morning. So it's been kind of difficult just because the fact that one, we're starting a family again and we're going to have a, a, our child so that it, the schedule kind of is a little crazy right now. You know, work like balance is huge for us so right now like the next steps in, in in my career obviously i always want to continue to progress i'm motivated by being able to learn something different learn something new and being able to, to progress within my career however i also want to ensure that whatever i progress to is a good fit for my family and our, and our lifestyle we've said this before on our podcast that we're a huge advocate of work-life balance um and i know with um this even now you know 2021 with certain companies that's very difficult to maybe adhere to but it's one of those things that motivate me and it's, it's a promise that you know i'm going to continue to you know try to climb all right you know what you're never going to get to hear the end of that thought from julian because <laughs> zencaster freaked out and then audacity freaked out if this if the sound quality is different now that's just that's just, hey that's just podcast life that's you know julian you get it right oh it's not going to stop us it's podcast life <laughs> I'll, I will write Julian's words on a stone tablet and throw them at people if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> the words are getting out there. All right. Great above that we prayed to before. Remember when you prayed earlier? Yeah. That it would go well? Way to go, Megan. They were busy. <laughs> they were busy, but they wanted us to move on anyways. So let's talk about your relationship with other people, friends, family, your wife, and no pressure. Sure. My wife, your wife. She's going to be on the podcast next week. So like no pressure, but you get to say first how your relationships with other people are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She may be listening to me right now too over there, <laughs> petting the cat. But other than that, uh, oh, oh, good. Well, tell her your stories. Yeah. So, so adding to that, I, like I was saying kind of right now, like I so I, I think the moral is I'm very happy where I am currently with my professional career. I think what, you know, again, being, you know, a little older now, I think what I've learned kind of like what really matters to me right now and what makes me the most happy and what matters to me, of course, is my relationship that I currently have with my wife, not only my wife, but friends and family. I think those are those are times and things that you don't get back. So again, our relationship is, is always strong. However, it's been, um, you know, definitely roadblocks um, or, or wrenches have been thrown at us due to schedule changes and, and, and trying to accommodate maybe uh, an increase in work due to the pandemic and due to peak seasons, things like that. However, um, you know, her and I support each other 100% in both of our careers. And what, again, what really matters to me, of course, is our relationship. So taking the time to, you know, go out to dinner if we can or, or take walks or go to go work out. So her and I, huge into to working out. We haven't really been able to do it, especially together recently. But those are, again, our times that we kind of cherish together. So making sure that we're, you know, scheduling and coordinating time to do that. Same thing like with friends. Again, like, believe it or not, I was at a bachelor party last weekend, have another one next weekend. Those are just things that you don't get back that you don't want to miss out on. And I think sometimes so many people can be so consumed in, in their career. And, and that's okay if it makes you 
you happy. But I think to where then they lose their family, they lose friends, they lose experiences and time. And I think that uh, right now, kind of who has time to lose that? So I would say professionally, definitely happy where I am. Of course, they're looking, you know, for other opportunities and to continue the uh, the climb upwards. However, uh, not at the sacrifice of my family uh, and my friends and basically of my life, if that, if that makes sense. Yep, definitely. I don't know. I mean, like, it, I feel like the 20s, like up to for a person to be in their 20s, that's like you go through puberty, right? And then I think once you hit your 20s, that's like puberty for adulthood because <laughs> so much can happen in that decade. You you end up starting your 20s as one person and nine times out of 10, you're going to go through that shithole of a decade and end up a completely different person by the time you hit 30. So like, I can only imagine what changes you might have gone through as a person having been in the military and then going out they into took, the working world. So they like, took your identity, Julian. You know what I mean? Like, right? so I, would you say that how you relate to or identify with people or how you pursue relationships and things did that did that change once you were out of the military or have your patterns in doing that always been set i bet you way? make a good bed julian <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think i'm trying to go back go back there i would say definitely yes in many different ways so i went in when i was 18 got out when i was 24 immediately went to college and i would say this like through high school i never took high school seriously it was like you know just kind of like a just do whatever you gotta do to pass kind of thing got out of the military went to college and i like i took school very i think i took it very seriously for like for the first time ever and I, you know, found it not difficult, but, um, you know, challenging at times. However, um, I think I was really motivated to push through and really do a good job. And I, I was like, man, for the military, I was never like that. You know, I just, just showed up because I had to, you know, but, <laughs> I, you know, if, if, if that answers the question, I think, yeah, like it definitely changed me immediately. But again, I still, when I got out, I was only 24. So I look at a 24 year old now, I'm like, wow, that kid knows nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. 24 <laughs> right? and then being, and being in your early thirties, like you look back on that and it's like, wow, it, yeah. well, so much can still happen in one year to a person yeah absolutely i think uh, every i think people change every probably every six months and they either realize it or not they become someone someone else and they look back on oh i remember who the person i was four years ago and wow why did i do that like you know like <laughs> but well, would you say in like how you relate to people changed as well or like just how you functioned in a, in a group of people yeah yeah absolutely actually my wife's over in the corner right now going yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I, you know, she might be able to explain it better than I can. But I think when I got out, I was I think I had my my things about myself, right? I, I couldn't quite explain. I kind of grew out of that. And she's been a huge support. So I knew so I met her, my wife when um, I was so I came home from Germany, and I was on leave. And I met her here at a bar. I'm gonna I'm ask not, how you guys met. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even ask her those off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I met her here at a bar. And I was still in the army. And I, I went to Oklahoma after that for about a year year and a half but that was my last year in and her and I stayed in touch and uh, when I got out we you know we reconnected and fully made it made it official I think she's been my biggest supporter and at times when maybe I wanted to even push back on her you know but I look back on it now and to be honest like I know I talk about the military uh, really setting me up for success, building that foundation. And I absolutely agree with that. You know, school doing another part of that, but also her support and her being there for me the whole time, somehow still with me, has really made me who I am today and, and my views on life and how I operate and how I think and do things. I think a lot of that is due to like her support throughout the years. So uh, I'm grateful for that. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I also, I wasn't joking. I bet you make a good bed, don't you? <laughs> uh, you said a, a, good, a good bet? 
a, a good bed. Like you make your bed really well. Like you get those sheets just nice and <sighs> nice and crisp. tight. So, so I, you I don't, can. oh my God, no, he does it. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my wife likes to build this whole construct of our bed, right? Which it's, I, I'm good. Yeah. Let me just throw the pillow here, throw the blanket over there, tuck it in real quick. Good. Two seconds. I'm done. She has this whole setup to where it takes me like 20 minutes to try to make the bed. So I've kind of almost given up on that. <laughs> I've got the army all wrong. Did they shave your head? <laughs> no, not anymore. No. They didn't shave your head? Oh, oh, they, oh, them? Oh, they shaved my head. Yeah, they shaved your head again. Yeah. That was that was with oh, whoever your identity is now. Well, bye. That's gone, and now also so is your hair. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> do they enough. call you by your last name, or did they call you a number, or what did they call you? No, last name. It's always by your last okay. name. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, that's if they can pronounce it. If if they can't pronounce it, it'll be some some fucking some crazy shit that they're gonna come up with to just to identify <laughs> you with, right? Like like I remember my <laughs> stinky. Um, get over. <laughs> so so Thank my you. come here. <laughs> so my um my last name is Spivak. You said it right. So I know like my basic training, like my boot camp drill sergeants instructors. They he's he fucked it up. Every he was like Spivak, and everyone's corrected him. And, and there was and then after boot camp, you go to job training, and the guy and the drill instructor at job training did the same thing. And I was graduating, and I guess I felt like big and tough i said hey drill sergeant it, it, it's actually spivak not spivak and he looked at me like is this guy out of his fucking mind right and <laughs> i don't remember what happened after that but it wasn't good so <laughs> i blacked out uh i still can't recall the details <laughs> yep and and, yep. And, I, and i moved on since then <laughs> Um, And what about, well, and the third, the third portion is success within your relationship to yourself. How's, how's Julian's relationship with Julian? So that is a phenomenal question, I will say. Ah, thanks. Of course. Well, it's actually crazy you asked me that at this time. So I'll be straight up. Um, How is my relationship with myself? I would say this right now, my relationship with myself, uh, I haven't been really able to work out the way I normally like to work out and to to focus on my own personal and mental health. Um, However, I would say, to be honest with you right now, it's not great. More from the mental health aspect of things. You know, not doing too great there. However, I got a great support system um, in my wife and then being able to, you know, I'm taking some time off from work now. Being able to see friends and family kind of on a regular like schedule um, is definitely helping with that. But I think right now in the relationship with myself, I recognize the uh, opportunities to to get better. Um, So does my wife. And those are things I'm doing right now to take steps and to ensure that, as you said, hey, you know, Julian, you're, you're, you're doing good. You're, you're loving yourself. You're loving your life, loving your time. So I would say, yeah, not not great, but definitely improving day by day. And I think this time off, seeing my wife, seeing friends and family, um, and my brother-in-law next weekend is really helping with that. But yeah, to, to be straight up and honest, and I'm even just to get personal, I'm even seeking a mental, a little bit of mental health through the VA right now, just to help you know talk. I haven't done it for years. My wife's always saying, you know what, like you just you just need to talk to somebody. I'm now finally doing it, and it's a huge relief. So I'm taking strides to make sure that that gets tightened back up. Well, and you're about to be a father. Yeah, and I'm sure right? like there's some evolution of identity happening right now, you know. And like, you know, yep. let, let's let's all we're all everybody come in. We're all going into the <laughs> in everyone. This is the you know, this is the relatively serious corner. So everybody just just hang out for a sec is like do you yeah, take a big swig of that beer. There you go. You lost your father when you I hate that phrase, lost your father, whatever. You your your father passed away when you were seventeen? 
17. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. My father passed away uh, this past April. It's almost been a year uh, right now. Exactly. So, I've, well, yeah, totally. And like, obviously, those are two very different times to be losing a father, too so young both, in either case to be yeah, losing both a father. still too young. You're going to be a father. How, like, how does it feel? How's it, how's it going? Yeah, again, another fantastic question. So in, in regards to my my growth and development, my change through the years, I would say probably more personally, I recognize that, hey, I, I have a daughter on the way. She's going to be here in late June. Like I need to be 150% like ready mentally, physically ready to go. Whatever the cost may be, like I need to do it because I, I refuse to be, one, I refuse to be an absent parent. Uh, I refuse to be not 100% in it when she gets here. I want to be more than ready to go. Um, and, I, and again, I um, identified, you know, and I want to be what my father, who my father wasn't. And uh, I know I'm going to be definitely a way better father. And, you know, I can't wait for this. I'm so excited. But I also know that I got to fix my mind now before she gets here so that I don't want her to get here. And I'm not like ready, I need to be ready. And that's why I'm doing, you know, it's what is it's February, I'm doing whatever I need to do right now to ensure that when she gets here, like I am nothing is distracting me. That's awesome. And and late June, you said? Yeah, yeah, late June. (gasps) Like you like a Megan. She's going to be a little cancer girl. Oh. You're going to have a sweet look. Oh, she's going to be sweet as pie. She will be a sweet elixir for you. <laughs> You're going to love her. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, we're almost near the end of our time. So I'm going to say all the closing stuff. And then we're going to ask you to give us your advice for success. Absolutely. So this has been Dress for the Podcast You Want. It's a podcast about success. I've been David. And I have been and hopefully still will be Megan. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see next time, I guess. <laughs> I never practice this bit, so it never gets <laughs> it never, better. It never, it never gets better. It's always stupid. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We want to give a big thanks to Dimly Wit and Background Joys, our networks that, that give us so much support. And uh, you can go to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that jazz to learn more. You can go to backgroundjoys.com to learn more about this podcast as well as others like Learn a Little and has it come out yet? No, there's a new one coming out, but I can't talk about it yet. It comes out in March. Oh, wait. No, it'll come out after this. So you can sh- shush up. So everyone shut up now. But shut you- up. <laughs> shut up. Stop talking about it. <laughs> but you could go to patreon.com slash background joys to support us. We don't have a daughter on the way yet, but maybe someday I got to put feet you on You have an shoes. English bulldog and he's, he is like a big baby. In a lot he of has a lot of needs. So <laughs> a lot of needs. Thank Very you to needy. everyone who has, is, is helping us there already. But that's the other thing is Julian, people can, where can people go to find out about you? Julian's on a pocket. We're on the same network. We're all on the Dimly Wit Network yeah, all together. People find you. That's right. Yeah. So you, you can find us. So we're uh, we're just talking podcast. That's WJT podcast. Um, and we're basically kind of the name, I guess, sings for itself. Uh, we're just talking. We come up with all sorts of crazies. We get serious. We get funny. We get goofy. It, you know, whatever. So, but yeah. that is us. You can find us on the um, the same uh, platforms as uh, this podcast here. And definitely looking forward to you know all the friends out there who are interested and want to hear some goofy funny shit so it's great they gotta go back and forth they they do they, they're smooth we're, they're, we're a little they're another one of those good husband and wife teams you yeah. know because hey, they're it, out there it, it's the best duo i'm telling you <laughs> oh, we're gonna get your wife on next week and we'll just run this episode and her episode at the same time and it's actually gonna be its own ep- like you, you you don't know yet but it's gonna be, that's how smooth they are <laughs>
They're like oasis. Yeah. All right. And what's your advice for success? How do we be as successful as a Julian? Well, see, I think it always depends on the individual, individual, but I would say this, find, find what motivates you and drives you to be happy. Like, you know, not, I think so many people focus on money or progression or this, that, the other, like, I think just focus on what makes you happy and what fits into your life. Again, we only get one, whatever that thing that makes you absolutely happy is. I think that's what you should judge and base your success over. As long as you have a plan, you're actively striving for it and actually trying to be better every day and trying to make the world around you better and the people around you better. I think that is the key to success. Do what you ever have to do that feels right to you. Don't force anything. Always go for that one thing that's really going to make you the most happy. I think that's probably the best advice I could give. Love it. Excellent. Thanks, Julian. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you guys so much. I greatly appreciate you guys and your time. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to pretend to hit the button, but I'm not really going to hit the button, but I'm going to say, oh, and all right, I'm going to stop the podcast now so we can really talk about your job. Hey, how, how about that Cold Stone Creamery? What's your favorite kind of ice cream you got there? <laughs> Give me the lowdown on I that. like the mint chocolate chip. What do you like, Julian? I like it when they sing. Do you <gasps> sing? Do you sing, Julian? I know. I sing, and I, I only I only hand soft serve vanilla, though. That's one thing I hand out, though. I sing you and soft serve vanilla. With your hand. You like, best for you. Next. <laughs> I hope you enjoy my hand. <laughs> All right, that Hosted on dimlywit.com.